So one thing I want to um, just briefly talk about is a reading. I mentioned it a little while ago, and I'm assuming I'm seeing some of you read, so I'm assuming that there is the reading going on, which is fine. Um, a couple of suggestions. One, I think I mentioned this earlier, you know, notice how you are responding to the reading. You know, so and, and that is also practice time. Reading is also practice time. And this will actually serve you really, really well in going back into daily life. Um, on retreat, uh, so much we do let go of content and just enter into the experience. And we have that luxury on retreat. And in daily life, we don't have that luxury. We need to engage with content. And if our whole way of practicing has to do with letting go of content, we're going to get lost really fast as soon as we try to deal with content in our daily lives. And so the reading will be a good practice for you here. Sometimes Saito Utejaniya suggests when working with content, 50% of the attention on the content of our experience, 50% of the attention on our own experience on the inner world, on the inner life. So exploring the reading in that way. Also exploring the yogi jobs in that way. You, know, you have to pay some attention to what you're doing. You know, this is the next thing I need to do. Um, you know, I need to pick up this container and put the food in it and then put the food in the refrigerator. So there's a little bit of planning that goes on. So there's some of that content happening. Um, but, but notice how you're responding. Are you frustrated? Are you rushing? Are you busy? Are you wishing you didn't have to do this? What's happening for you around uh, the content? And then um, another suggestion, in particular in Dhamma Everywhere, there's some sections of the book towards the back called Dhamma in the Mornings. Um, I happened to be at the monastery when some of that information was offered. And um, so at least for like three or four of those sections, so there's in Dhamma everywhere, there are these little little small sections of information where, you know, it'll say, you know, working with objects, and then there'll be a couple paragraphs, and then there's another highlighted thing and a couple paragraphs. Each one of those small sections was given as a guided meditation. So you could try reading that as a guided meditation, read those sections, a sentence, and then notice your experience for a while. Read another sentence, notice your experience. Since they were offered as guided meditations, they can be read that way. So that's another um, practice with the reading you could play with. So we have a few minutes for maybe one or two questions, if there's any questions. Um, uh, yesterday, um, I think at this, at this time, um, <clears throat> I was sitting here and I was, I was painfully cold and, um, I was just noticing, um, the response of my body and my mind going back and forth because it was a very intense experience. And, um, you know, for a long time my body was resisting being really cold and I was really upset and frustrated and angry and all that. And then I noticed um, that my body relaxed before my mind did. Mm. 
And um, I noticed there was this little flicker in my mind of being upset that I couldn't quite be angry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was really, um, you know, if I wasn't so in such a state, it would have been really amusing. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it is amusing. I mean, es- essentially what you noticed is that the kind of the tendency, the inclination of the mind to want to be frustrated about something. <laughs> It's like, what is there to be frustrated about now? You know? yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you noticed. And um, um, you keep keep looking because it sounds like there, you know, you you noticed it, but there was still a little bit of wanting to be angry in a way. <laughs> right. There's that that sort of negative energy that you have, you uh-huh. know. And then, uh, but the body just kept relaxing, and I thought, oh, this is like falling asleep in the snow. <laughs> and then it was like, well, okay. <laughs> and so the mind did eventually oh, yeah. let go of that. Yeah, but the funny part was this flicker of being upset that, you know, it couldn't have that negative kind of thing going. That is so great to notice, because that's habit. That's It's basically the habit of mind to... You know, it's like that's where it's inclined to go, and it's like, well, I can't, I can't go there. <laughs> and if you didn't notice that, that urge to go there, essentially, your mind would find something else to get upset about. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. <laughs> so, so you're noticing the benefits of, of the presence of mind. Yeah, and last one. Um, you mentioned that whenever we're having a reaction, it's to something, to a thought that is in the present moment, even though it might have its roots somewhere in the past. Is that, is that a conscious? Can it be an unconscious? Oh, it definitely can be unconscious. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we may not be able to see it, but the continuity of mindfulness, as mindfulness gets more continuous, mm-hmm. we're more able to see those things happening in the present moment. So don't try to see that. Mm-hmm. That's more the wisdom, the, the, the wisdom mm-hmm. that can, you can bring in. There's something happening right now. What can I know about right now to help me understand the suffering that's happening right now? The bottom line, don't get tripped up by your ego self-analysis kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>